0: and welcome to the clubhouse episode 26 the super bowl special and it is extra special because we have an extra special guest all the way from the west coast mr jack o'brien jacko how are you buddy
1: doing really well out here out west just uh, been a fan of the podcast and it's been a great way for me to keep in touch with uh, sure. all the old uh humor so really right. excited to uh,
0: <laughs> To, to
1: be with you guys today and just jean around a little
0: All right yeah no good to have you for sure always good to jean <laughs> uh doge speaking of uh, a guy how are you buddy i'm um, doing well uh it's been too
2: long since we've been out here since our our holiday special
0: so too long. To be back. too long hey doge i'll save it i'll save it save it for later uh you know it's coming Bill, how are you buddy we've been hanging in there You know, have you left the studio yet? Like, I haven't checked in because it's been so long.
3: So, yeah, last time I ended up having, um, I fell asleep here. Uh, you know, as you guys all know, I fell asleep in a couple different areas of the studio. Yeah. And I was actually asleep during, um, you know, something here in the studio one time that nobody even knew I I was sleeping. And I had no idea what was going on. It was a wild event, but, uh...
0: Let's keep it rolling. Let's see what we got here. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, this is a Clubhouse podcast brought to you by the Cheap Seats Network, home of this podcast and the Pick and Roll Report. We've got a lot of good stuff for you coming up here. But first, got to warm it up. And since we missed so much, we're going to have to get a bunch of shots in, folks. So just bear with us here while we put up a bunch of shots. Um, You know, we've got a lot going on here after our winter break, so I'm going to kick it to Doge first. I know he's got a little MLB action for us. Um, what happened over here since while well, we've missed? You know, like, what's going on?
2: Sure. Um, not a ton of major free agents really signing since our last pod, but uh, I'll start with the local guys first. Uh, the guys that we always talk about Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Reds traded for Yasiel Puig. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, let's Alex go. Alex Wood and Matt Kemp from the Dodgers uh, traded over. Um, Homer Bailey, who they wound up cutting, and some other prospects.
2: uh, Also traded for Sonny Gray from the Yankees, so making some big moves. Um, The Dodgers and Padres were actually joined by the the Reds for the uh, Real Muto discussion now with Miami. Miami's looking for, like, two to four prospects. Reds could include their fifth overall pick, Jonathan India. Uh, Other prospects rumored. Who knows? Senzel, hopefully not Hunter Green, but we'll see. Um, Machado potentially likely to sign with the White Sox is what it's sounding like, but the Phillies are still waiting on decisions by him and Harper. Sure, I hope he plays um, for the White Sox.
3: Yeah. An
2: update from Blue Jays training that I really like, actually. Uh, Vladimir
0: Guerrero Jr. invited uh, to Blue Jays spring training. Oh, sure. Uh, in, in 2018, in the minors, he batted three eighty one, had a
2: four thirty seven on on-base percentage with 20 home runs in 95 games. So oh my. Uh, he could be a guy that could get called up. It would oh. be
0: exciting to see young Vlad. That'd be so tight.
2: Yeah. Um, the Bryce Harper sweepstakes is still in effect. Uh, currently still undecided on his signing. Looks like Philly's still on discussion. Looks like L.A. may be trickling out with their Pollock signing. Right. So we'll see what happens there. And uh, the Indians have been cutting a ton of salary. Almost $40 million this year, less than they had last year in salary right now. And uh, a lot of Cleveland's believing that they need to trade Kluber to kind of buff up the roster from what they have right now. So it's really slimmed down. We'll see. Um, uh, see Indians see, are saying they, that they, they may be looking for like, some kind as far as the Clevelanders that were pulled. Because I don't want to see Kluber go, Josh. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's just so. what, the, that's what the rumor's been. Uh, but it looks like the Indians are looking for, like, a... Uh, Chris Sale kind of return on it, so we'll see if they if they hold out or what. But they really need to beef up their roster. They uh, they lost some key guys, so we'll see what happens.
0: Sure, sure. It
2: smells like a like a they're just
1: redoing
0: it. Right, I almost starting
1: from scratch, which I hate that smell.
0: Hey, if Kluber comes to the Reds, I'm all in for that smell. It smells great to me. <laughs> we had our five year window. We couldn't couldn't get it. Right, true. <clears throat> Before I kick it to Dill in the NFL. I'm going to take a second to take one of his topics. Doge. Let's hear it. Ding, dong, the fucking witch is dead. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, my God. They fired Marvin, and then they fucking fired Hugh. I can't wait. Actually, they parted ways to both of those gentlemen. Doesn't matter. They're fucking out of here. Doge, give me your reaction. Oh, oh my goodness. It feels
2: like a a massive weight has been lifted off of my shoulders.
0: I literally woke up that morning, found out the news, and ran around my house screaming like a little fucking kid, and woke up my whole family. It was incredible. It was one of the best days. (laughs) Twenty nineteen has been incredible so far. Thank you, Brown family. We appreciate the move. It was great. Right. All right, Dill. What else is going on in the NFL besides Marvin leaving? Which is that was so sweet. All right, so a couple things here. First
3: off, I think Adam Gase is either on drugs. Yeah, that was something, man. Or he's a Halloween character (laughs) in full costume year-round, and he just happens to put on an actual costume for the games, which is a uniform that the coaches have to wear, and he looks like a normal human being. Because whatever happened during his live press interview... Was uh, something special? If you haven't seen his eyes, it was something, dude. Yeah, absolutely uh, something. So let's see that. So speaking about a little dolphins here, uh, Le'Veon Bell possibly uh, wanting to go to Miami, be a little dolphin guy. Right. That's just where he spent the whole year. I heard. I heard that they have one of the most competitive LA fitness basketball leagues in the wow. country. Sure, that's a big draw when it comes to fantasy. so especially for 11. jet skis. Boobs, booze, and LA Fitness basketball leagues, baby. Oh, and you get a, a big paycheck. I got, I got a question, if I may. Go for do it. Do you think, do you think that, that LA Fitness,
1: uh, those guys call fouls on each other when they're playing basketball?
0: Not on Lev Bell. Yeah, dude, he's he gonna say, get away with anything. He calls fouls like, like he calls fouls like on them, and they just don't foul like that, you know, because he's not. He calls fouls and they don't say anything. And then they don't say anything on. Right. And then fouls when he friend. doesn't show up next week, they're like, God, dude, thank God Lev's not here, dude. He's fucking calling us bullshit fouls. Like, yeah. he's like, not even good. Like, that's what they say. Like, I promise. Yeah. Those guys listening who, like, listen to our podcast, we know you. They're fucking dying right now. <clears throat> we, pre- we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Hey, we gave you a shout out. All right, Dale. Let's rapid fire this off. Keep it
3: going. Antonio Brown, speaking a little. Little uh, Steelers. Sure. They're blowing up. Jerry Rice Yikes. approved to the 49ers. So we'll see. I love hearing that from Jerry. You don't really hear much
0: from him. Yeah, A.B. just wanted to be a 49er. Go be with sexy Jimmy G and Kittle and Shanahan. Interesting. Could, yeah. Could be fun.
3: So we have a bunch of young coaches getting opportunities in the NFL, as we see one coming up in the Super Bowl. McVay, as we all know, history, uh, You know, history there. He's, uh, right. what, 33 now? So he just turned
4: 33? So
3: hes I don't know. He's Edelman's age. I know that. So, you know, that, that's going here. Um, Saints blown call. I mean, that's huge. You know, oh, yeah. obviously, that's why yeah. the Rams are able to. Obviously, things could have gone differently in that game. Right. But that single-handedly had a huge impact. Right. Um, and then, as we already know. But something for my boys. Right. The Browns. Freddie Kitchens and also the Buccaneers, yeah. Browns and the box. Get Bruce Yeah, your teams,
0: your teams are looking so, good with their coaches. So my
3: my two teams are looking good Especially right now.
0: Especially Arians, so pumped. Speaking of your teams, kick at that uh, NHL here for a quick rapid fire pop off. What's going on in the uh, Lightning world? All right. So as we start to see this
3: uh, season wrap up here, we just had the All Star weekend last weekend. So it was a fun weekend for them, obviously. And <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So going throughout the year here, it's starting to shape up, and as we're looking, Tampa's you know just been blowing people out. Um, so I'm obviously super excited to see what they can do with the playoffs and have their run this year. I feel like we got cheated a couple times against the Penguins, so um, sure. see you. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. last year, um, when we lost to the Capitals, it just wasn't fair. They were just too good last year. But... We're starting to see things shape up here. Uh, we have a couple seeds out in the West that, you know, could be scary with Winnipeg. They have a couple young stars. We have a cat on the line here now. Um, and then speaking of cats, we have the Predators who are, have, sure. you know, are always dangerous. I love seeing their games in the uh, you know in Nashville in the playoffs with their gold outs or yellow, whatever color that actually is. Right. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what the NHL has for the playoffs. I always love the NBA, NHL playoff time.
0: Oh, definitely a good time of year.
3: One of my one of my
0: favorites. Certainly. Speaking of the NBA, I'll rapid fire here or there with that. Um, I'm not sure if anybody's noticed, but uh, James Harden is literally on one of the most ridiculous tears we've ever seen, averaging 44.3 game or points per game, excuse me, <clears throat> over the last 21 games or I guess 23 now. But it's just absolutely ridiculous, his numbers, and he's playing like out of his mind. Hopefully he can keep that up with all the other guys coming back, uh, getting healthy, but if not, you know, hopefully he'll get some rest and be good for the playoffs too. So, um, In other news, Kyrie apologized to LeBron. Everybody thinks he's going to go to L.A. now, but I'm pretty sure he's going to stay, so stay tuned for that. Pour one out, our, one of our favorite segments. Everyone take a second, hold on. God, rest in peace, Oladipo, terrible injury out for this season. Who knows when he'll be back. Just absolutely awful. Mm -hmm. More time to focus on his singing career. Right, true. Yeah, he might drop a couple singles, right? I heard a mixtape's in the works. Oh, wow. All right. Totally, totally fake, false news. All right, Dale. Let's watch the fake news here. All right, all right. AD and LeBron are hurt still. Not good. Speaking of AD, demanding a trade. That's mixing everything up, so... We'll talk about that in a different pod. That's going to be more exciting because we're going to have the NBA trade deadline coming up here soon. But this is a Super Bowl special. Boogie's back, and you know that's exciting. He's looking great to start. Um, Kind of fouling out a lot of games, but, you know, he'll be fine. And uh, Kawhi Leonard buys a house in Southern California. So that probably means nothing, you know, like only LeBron did that. And that didn't mean anything either, did it? So who knows? Moving on. To the first half of our Super Bowl, it's the food bowl talk with Ob. Ob, break down the city little food landscape for us. What do you got here for LA versus Boston, or what do you got going on? Thanks,
1: T. I mean, first I just want to backpedal a bit. And start by saying the Super Bowl is about football, of course, but it's about oh yeah, you know.
0: What are people cooking? Like, I don't know about you guys, but the Super Bowl party I go to is a place I know that has the name. right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. And so, in the spirit of that, let's take a look at these really, you know, great teams and really take a peek at what kind of food their cities offer. And so, in order to do that, I broke down one famous soup from New England. And one famous soup from LA. Ooh. We're gonna we're gonna boil these down. No pun intended. Sure. To figure out who's got the better dish. And and I know John Madden
1: is sitting at home, fucking. You know, this is where he's really interested. Like he's a big eater, just like me.
0: Oh yeah, he <laughs> so. just asked. He just asked him to turn the volume up. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me start by saying, now have you guys seen Ace Ventura: Pet Detective?
4: Yeah. There's a scene when he's trying to get in to a secret lair or some shit. <laughs> and he goes, you know, uh, the password is New England Clam Chowder. And the guy behind the thing letting him in says, is that
0: the red or the white? So I'm going to ask you guys, is New England Clam Chowder the red or the white? Gotta First go. and foremost. Gotta go the white. It's
1: white. White. Doge? Okay. So you're right in that regard. So New England Clam Chowder is a very hearty, white, creamy dish originated by Portuguese immigrants, right? Sure. And of course, clams,
0: butters, potatoes, onions, those all go in it, right? Very, very, uh, you know, kind of a hearty meal to take
1: uh, on a cold day. Great for
0: those New England Chunky, chunky, if you will. But one thing I thought I'd mention, there's also another clam chowder and it's Manhattan clam chowder. Sure. And I gotta say, there might have been a chef way back in the days by the name of uh, like Pierre Villachek. <laughs> and he might have been recording uh, a certain kitchen practice of a Manhattan. Uh, oh my god. You know, you know, uh, you know, <clears throat> chef or whatnot. Are you? So there's. The are Manhattan you? Can I? I need chowder. a thirty second time. Are you calling for Soup Gate right now?
1: I'm calling for Soup
0: Gate.
4: Oh I think my god. Bullshit.
0: I think there's a reason why clam
1: chowder is on every menu and not Manhattan clam chowder. Manhattan is the bread, and All I right. think it's fucking way more delicious. There's way
0: more different types of seafood, wow. way more diversified flavor. Uh, I'm just gonna call soup cake. Well, wow. so
1: beautifully crafted it.
0: I can't believe you're calling soup cake.
1: So that's what we got on, on the East Coast here. Now mm. I got a similar situation over on the West Coast. Now, if you remember, the LA Rams did not originate in LA, right?
4: Therefore, how can I pick a soup that originates in LA? So I'm picking cioppino, which is still a west coast dish, but it's native right here in San Francisco. Sure. Now, quick, quick history of cioppino. We have literally a town of a bunch of fishmongers, fishermen, whatever. And at the end of their day, teach, yep. they, walk, they walk around the, the docks and they'd ask, hey, what do you have to chip in? You know, chip in, chip in here, chip in there. And so what cioppino is, is a <laughs> bunch of fucking succulent seafood that everyone chipped
1: in at the end of the day. So you might have a little lobster claw that fell out, maybe some crab legs, some mussels, some Jeez. clams, some scallops, <clears throat> all in a nice, spicy, rich broth. Now, when we, when we look at these two dishes, both of them, there, there's a little bit of uh, dishonesty there, right? You know, the L.A. Rams are not really from L.A., and they're suddenly good. Just kind of like cioppino, you know? Not really from L.A., but still fucking delicious wherever you take
4: it. Sure. Um, and so New England clam chowder, it's on every menu, just like the fucking Patriots are in every Super Bowl. It's, a, it's enough's enough already in the Patriots. Enough's enough in this fucking creamy,
0: uh, bland <laughs> soup. Give us some flavor. Give us some originality. Give us something new. Give I need me the some Chupino. So sure. So that's why, for my call tea, I'm going to go
1: with I'm going to go with
0: the, the Rams this week. Oh my God. I
2: love that. Give me some subpoena.
0: I'm going to fucking clam chowder, boys, if we are doing the picks, but we got to save it for later. If we're going soup, I'm going soup only here. Saving that's, the pics for later. Okay. And that's Super Bowl soup. Okay. Ah, okay. fuck. it. would be good. I'm going Chupino for soup.
1: It's so good. And if you guys are ever out here, we'll get some Chupino.
0: Oh, uh, we're coming soon. we have to do a little, little whole pod come out there, you know? Just book the yeah. trip. God, that'd be fun. We can book the pod
1: at a Chupino restaurant. We can all be eating it, like, at the same time.
0: Just have a little Chupino review. That sounds
1: yeah. delicious.
0: We can, go ahead and, we can go ahead and bookmark that one there. Boys. Yeah,
1: no, This is uh, the start of something great. Okay. I can tell already.
0: Um, All right, so we have three chipinos Dill, are you clam chowder or you chipino dude? Okay. I don't soup. think there's anything better
3: than just having a perfect clam chowder.
0: True. Ah, oh, so good. Put a couple oyster crackers in there. I'm such a waffle on this one. And right then now. the thing is, listen,
1: listen, I think the weather accounts for it, right? Okay, if it's a cold fucking whatever day. Uh, and my mom made clam chowder. Like right. maybe I'll do it. But listen,
4: if it's like sixty degrees, whatever, and I could go either way, I could eat anything. I got Pino. Sure. I mean, you.
0: You're out in California.
1: We're over here freezing our yeah. Off. It's
0: yeah. It's freaking cold here. OB. Freezing we our. We don't have Pino. <laughs> Chippino, forty degrees, fifty degrees, ninety degrees. Chupino, so- chupino in Ohio is like a freaking crawfish and a yeah. piece of corn and <laughs> you know, yeah. chicken. Yeah, some,
1: some, some farm-raised salmon
0: from Trader Joe's. Right, and like there were in the, in the, in the deer somebody ate last night that you had to eat. Yeah. Hours, some oh, some like that. fresh venison. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's our chipino. All right, well, this has been a really productive <laughs> discussion. All right, no, I agree. I will, I will admit. All this right. This is going to, yeah. Nope. So thanks for the opportunity. Absolutely. I, that was an incredible breakdown. We appreciate it. But now we're going to have to break it down even more. Quick for 30. Oh, Is Chupino hot or cold? It
1: can be served both ways.
0: It's got to be baby. hot. It's got to be hot, I think. Listen,
1: they make a lot of cold, succulent, refreshing soups, man. I'll tell you, like uh, gazpacho, traditionally cold.
0: Uh, so I'm, I'm a hot way. soup guy. Warm. But I'm saying, I'm on a, a sunny day
1: out here, man, you want to taste for seafood, you can get some
0: fucking I'm cold probably champino. getting. A, I'm probably getting a, like a lobster roll it's a hot day. If you're in, but yeah, all right. See, this is, we could go on and on. We need a right, whole. All right, got it. that's what I'm all saying. All right, different, different breakdown. Different <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> Come on. All right, so, topic two, folks. Still in the food bowl here. You're Mount Rushmore, but we're actually going to go your front seven, your big boys of the Super Bowl food. So, like, your center's got to be kind of your main course here. You're going to get your guards, your tackles, your tight end. So, I'm going to swing it over. The big deal first. What's on your plate, buddy? Who is your front seven on your Super Bowl plate? All right, so I'm rapid-firing it, and we'll break it down as we all go. All
3: right, I like it. So, center. Boom. Got to go with the homemade chicken wings.
0: Hey, quick 30 on the chicken wings. America expected to eat 1.39 trillion chicken wings this Super Bowl. (laughs) That is fucking ridiculous. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What is that number again? 1.39 trillion chicken so if wings. If by two,
1: that's technically how many chickens need to be
0: slaughtered to, oh, to oh. keep up with our disgusting love for chicken wings.
1: So, can someone plot a calculator and figure out how many chickens actually have to be slaughtered?
3: Uh, it would be 1 point, so you said 1.39 trillion, right? Yeah. Alright, so that would be in billions. So how many
2: wings come from one chicken? Just two wings? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> But like you get like you get like the different bones though. Like you have like no, there's just, so it comes. Oh, technically, wait. We bring up you got, like, the drumsticks though. and I'm go out the, out the other. i am glad the food guys in on this uh, pod, so
1: you get two drumsticks and two flats out of each wing. Technically, so right. by American standards, you get four per chicken.
0: Yeah, we're not getting any genetically okay. fucked up eight wing chicken yeah. ass out here, Doge. Yeah. No, I'm not asking. No, for I'm, eight. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, for kidding I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I know. So we to divide 1.3
1: trillion by four, and how many chickens are slaughtered
3: just for our appetites? So back to business. How many chicken wings were you guys thinking about having? <laughs> I
0: was gonna say they're definitely on my list, so I'm gonna have some wings.
3: So, so probably 1.2 trillion. All right. Good thing this is a good little rapid fire. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's get it going. All right. Center. Yeah. Homemade chicken wings because you got to go homemade. <laughs> but, all right. I'm going left guard. And then left tackle. Sure. I'm going skyline dip, left guard. Sure. Cheeseburger sliders, left That's tackle. A strong side. That's a strong side. You need to have a strong tackle back there supporting support the backside of those right-handed QBs. Right guard, buffalo dip. So you have a skyline dip and a buffalo dip guard set up. And then right tackle, you just got your big boy. burnt brisket ends. Ooh. And then we're running a two tight end setup. Okay. Two tight ends set. We have the grape jelly meatballs. Right. Which if you don't know, you should know. And then for the weak side here, little cucumber, carrot, pepper medley with a French onion dip sauce.
0: Appropri- <laughs> appropriately on the weak side. <laughs> <laughs> doji give me your freaking front seven what do you got here on your plate buddy all right so for the center i'm putting the chicken wings oh yeah i'm, I'm putting it there but here i i have the number <laughs> the number is 347 and
2: a half billion chickens jacko wow where do they keep them i'm sorry i don't know where? jesus it's amazing that's that's a lot of chickens that
0: is so many chickens
2: <laughs> anyhow, you got the chicken wings in the middle. We're gonna eat. We're gonna eat a lot of those
0: chickens. They're fine. And that's just They're for really one toys. day, right? <laughs> that's oh for a god. day. That's just one day of the year. Oh my god! Boom.
2: Uh, Andy Ediger would pass out right now.
0: Don't uh, don't listen, Andy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyhow, anyhow, we we can't get caught up on that. We gotta keep
4: rolling. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, my guards, two mains that my family always had, we would get potato skins on one side, mod sticks oh. on the other. Oof. Oh God. Damn and that good snack. Rolling
2: in on the tackles, just stable. You always gotta have the two tackles. We always have these two. You got chips and dip. They come oh. together.
0: Absolutely. And then rolling on the tight ends, you know, you
2: got you got some options. You got the big, meaty burger. He's just going to barrel down the middle. You're just going to dump off some passes to him, and you've got the
4: the slim, not so meaty, but but still grillable hot dog. Ooh, <laughs> and he's got he's
0: that good route runner. Oh, he's
3: meaty,
2: but, uh, All right. Oh, so he's you know, precise. Get some, some quick production out
0: of him, right. <clears throat> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
2: th- that's who's lining up for me.
0: All right, gentlemen, I'm about to say ta- I'm about to take over here. We're about to sh- give you my front seven. What's on my plate? So, centerpiece, no free ads, so I'm hoping I can get paid. Hook me up, hopefully. Jersey Mike sub platter. That sub platter is key because you can just keep going back. You can get a little different sandwich every time, but it's just nice and kind of fresh. Keeps you rolling. Very quality centerpiece on your plate. All right, I'm going to roll with my guards next. These are some staples close to homes. They're going to protect my quarterback very well. We got a ranch, you know, just a big bucket of ranch with a bunch of veggies around it. So, you know, you can just get a couple of those each time. Just dip a couple pieces a of broccoli in there, maybe a carrot, a little cuke if you need to. Who knows? A little cauliflower. Yeah, no. Whatever floats your boat. Um, and then a staple in the butler family on the other guard, right, position, right guard, specifically. Mama's Famous Date and Dip. Oh, so good. Velveeta Cheese. Salsa, oh. some nice Bob Evans, you know, hot and spicy sausage. Oh. So good. Obviously, you got to serve it with some <laughs> chips. Just absolutely delicious. A staple at any Super Bowl I've been at, and the boys have had it obviously too. It's a staple. I always bring it out for the Super Bowl. So yeah,
1: teach usually serves it with some Tums too.
0: Yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah you definitely, definitely a heartburn, uh heartburn loaded plate here. So worth it though. Right absolutely so next i'm moving on my tackles these are things i'm tackling all night long i'm always scarfing these things down i'm hoping they come in heavy quantities first left tackle pigs in a blanket that needs to protect your quarterback. So that needs to be something they're just going to wrap up those little hot dogs keep them good keep them nice and protected there and those are going to be so great a little ketchup there all oh mm, so good then we're gonna move on to the right tackle position. Chocolate Scotcheroos, and for those of you that don't know, that is the peanut butter rice crispy treat with that chocolate fudge glaze on top. Uh, that's my one of my favorite desserts. Another family tradition at the Super Bowl. Mm, so good. And then I'm gonna move on to the tight ends. These are little flashy positions. They gotta go out and make plays. You know they're not here. They're not here to just you know sit around and you know be left. These are things that are getting eaten. All right, these are getting catches. Shrimp cocktail on the left that can never go wrong with some shrimp cocktail. Mmm, so delicious. And then on the other side, in honor of Gronk, little flash, little spice, the buffalo wings, of course, a staple of every Super Bowl. You can't not have them. Like we said, one point three nine trillion. So. Why would I not have them on my plate? Ob, you're the master. We know you're gonna mix up the best plate. What do you have on your plate here for your front seven? Guys, yeah, like I mean, again, with, with I think there's a lot of similarities between um, you know what you guys picked and what I have. Like uh, again, the Super Bowl is just about bringing everyone together through food, so it's so cool seeing so many similarities. Right. Um, I gotta tell you, I can't. You know. When you think seven best Super Bowl foods, it would have been real easy for me to go, you know, pulled pork, oysters, this, that, the other. But
4: (laughs) I try try keeping this real practical, you know. If you're going to a party, what do you bring, you know, and what makes you stand out and make sure everyone is fucking enjoying it, right? right? So that's where I, that was my approach. So, you know, let's just get started, guys. And I made this last night, actually, to kind of warm up for next week get my
1: digestive check used to shoveling uh a shit ton of buffalo chicken dip into my mouth a late hour so i made buffalo chicken dip yesterday man i i don't think there's anything better than some chicken ranch cream cheese hot sauce and cheddar cheese that's all that's all it is you mix that shit together you put it in the oven it's going quick. That sounds good. That's the center of yeah. it all. Everyone loves it. You don't care that you have diarrhea. You're
4: always going to eat it. And so, I got to say, if you come in with the buffalo chicken dip,
1: and right behind that, you follow up with the homemade garlic parm wings, Ooh. Uh, I, I think, you know, everyone's going to say, who the hell is this guy who brought the buffalo chicken dip and the garlic parm wings? <laughs> you'll be
0: you'll be everyone's best friend at this party. And I'm not saying buffalo wings. I'm saying garlic parm. Right. You, okay. You, I like my guards
1: being like you know, like you said, teach. You know, they got to hold their own weight.
0: They right. got
1: to be strong. Right. So my so my other guard, and I think this is what you meant, the pigs wrapped in a blanket.
0: Oh yeah. I wrote I wrote down
1: hot dogs wrapped in croissants. <laughs> is that the same? Thing?
0: That is the same thing I'm talking yes, yes. about.
1: Damn.
0: Okay. So no, that's good. That's good. We're double thinking double the same thing. thing.
1: Dude, I mean, everyone loves them. Like they're dipable. They can just, go in that little You can just chicken pop like Super Savage.
0: Dude, like, you walk by a plate of those and you can eat five without even blinking. And you're like, Jesus oh, shit! I just ate yeah, five. You don't even know what happened. And then, <laughs> and then, bam! There's ten. There's five more on your plate. And you're like, golly. You pop some in your mouth. Next thing you
1: know, you drop a few on the ground, but you're eating them anyway. Nobody even notices.
0: Like, five second rule for sure. <laughs> oh my god, they're the best. Um. And I've even looked into stuffing them with cheese, something I'm more prototyping a bit. Uh, it's a tough maneuver. But anyway,
1: so those are my guards. Now, for my tackles, I like a nice, strong dip. You know, this is a Super Bowl party. We can't be sitting down with a knife and pork. We need dips, right? So we got our chicken dips,
0: and now we need that sausage dip tea. So oh, my other tackle right. is, I, I don't know if that was what mom called it, but. I called it Sausage Velveeta Dip. It's called the Dayton it's Dip, because she'd always bring it to Dayton with her sister, I guess, because it's one oh, of her it's, favorites. It's fucking succulent. <clears throat> now, on the other side, we got a nice smoked salmon or Ooh. trout dip. Oh. Uh,
1: and I'm telling you, this, this may not be everyone's favorite at the party, but you bring this... There'll be one dude that's, or whatever, that's real happy you brought the smoked salmon dip, and you will stand
0: out. You is that, that going to be you, or are you just telling somebody to bring it so you don't have to? <laughs> i don't bring the fucking you know, spinach, artichoke dip, or whatever. Ooh, know, but that's uh, a good dip, though.
1: It is a good dip, but this is a Super Bowl, baby. No,
0: I agree, I agree, I agree.
1: We need to think outside the box. Get some smoked salmon drip. Trader Joe's makes a great one. Is that your place, TJ... We had
0: that trout dip. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yep. Very All good. Right, so so I, I know we're we're, uh, we're moving on time here, so I'll, I'll keep the last two quick. For my tight ends, I want these people to stand out on their own. Like, they got to be unique. <laughs> they got to be
4: playmakers. Right. But they also got to be staples. They got to be dependent. They can't be too uh, flashy. We need them to make plays consistently. So I'm going with PETA and Humps. Now, sure. You guys may be upset at me for that. No. But I'm telling you what, man, that's for everybody. It's delicious.
1: Um when you're feeling like shit because you just went to the John for the fourth time because of too much
0: buffalo chicken dip and garlic parm wings. <laughs> guess
1: who's there for you? Pita and, and hummus. hummus right. Pita and hummus. <laughs> and for my other one, just because I love it, and shout out to my Cincy boys here, I gotta go skyline.
3: Dinner. Sure. Yeah, like, like I got a couple cans I bought online mm. out in San Francisco. I go and I buy the cheese at a store. It may not be the
1: same thing, man, but I do Skyline out here all the time, and people fucking love
0: it. It's so unique, and so got to have that in the starting seven. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody's got a great plate. There's no doubt, and I can't, you know, I'm looking forward to fixing my plate here this Sunday. What about you, gentlemen? Yeah, I haven't eaten in a while, and I am Yeah, that was all starving. Yeah, I'm hungry after that for sure. So, (laughs) All right, well, while we're all hungry take a little halftime break then grab a little bite i know we could all grab a bite with ob so ob i'll let you plug yourself what's your social media and whatnot so we can follow you i know you're doing a bunch of you know chef stuff and cooking up a bunch of good meals out there in san Fran. so what's going on with you
1: thank you so much t yeah so uh i, I do have a real job but i do love to cook <laughs> though, on the side um I'd like to cook for friends and hosts, and started uh filming it a little bit here and there and uh, it's really funny uh i don't know if you like uh, my approach uh today i use the same kind of approach with cooking uh with video and just trying to make it fun and um not by no means an expert chef but i think a lot of people can learn a few things from my
0: cooking videos. i was gonna say yeah, i've learned i've learned bit. some stuff for sure that's what i was gonna say yeah.
1: and then laugh a little bit along the meantime i mean it's a nice break from you know, whatever other nonsense you're
0: scrolling on uh, (laughs) Instagram
4: for. Right, for sure. So my candle is at O4B47. Uh, Give me a follow uh,
0: and peep my stories, and I'll be starting to promote some more content here soon. Um, So Sure. appreciate the plug. Yeah, absolutely. Good looks, man. Thank you for uh, hopping on. So we'll swing into uh, Doge first here then to give the clubhouse – um, you know, social media update. Where are we at with all that stuff, and where can we find it, Doug? Real quick. Sure. Uh,
2: at, after this podcast is recorded, and right around when we'll be posting it. Uh, you'll see something coming out on all of our social media. Uh, on Facebook, it's the Clubhouse. Clubhouse, just one word. Twitter is Clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network, and then Instagram, you'd find us at the Clubhouse underscore TCSN. Uh, Look for a post coming up this week for the Super Bowl. And uh, if you guys have any favorite foods that maybe we forgot, uh, leave it in the comment below.
0: Sure. And, Big D, where can we find the Cheap Seats Network stuff? Well, you
3: just said it, Teach. If you go to Facebook and you type in the Cheap Seats Network. Boom. Boom. Right there. Guarantee right now, we're the only ones on there that you can see as far as podcasts. That's a guarantee. So, no big deal. if you look there and <clears throat> you search the Cheap Seats Network under the podcast, we are there. So, go ahead and check us out. Also, Twitter, The Cheap Seats SN. Sure. So, go ahead and check it out once more <laughs> at The Cheap Seats SN. Clap, clap. Cheap Seats.
0: Cheap seats, SN. All right. Moving on to second half here. I know we're on a little bit of a time crunch. So we're going we're gonna to speed it up. We're not going to rush. We're just, we're, maybe not two-minute drill, but it's fourth quarter. We're down a touchdown. we got to score on this drive. How about that? <clears throat> so, second half, topic one. Who is going to be your biggest X factor in this game? Let's not give our picks away till later. But, you're, you know, give some of your options. It could be Brady, Goff, Gurley. Belichick, McVay, C.J. Anderson, you know, who knows. So I'll go first here, boys. I'm going to go with Big Daddy Gronk. I think if he draws a lot of attention, you know, maybe get some of the other receivers open or make some big plays because maybe he has a mismatch and a a linebacker or a small corner has him I mean, he has a big game, you know, I think uh, he'll have a big X factor. And I think if he does have a big game and they do win – I think he's going to hang up the cleats, so that's why I think he's going to be an extra, you know, X factor in this game because he's one of going to go out, you know, maybe with a couple tutties. Who knows? So, Doge, what about you for your X factor? Who do you have? I'll be tossing up Goth as my X factor. Uh, early in the
2: game in New Orleans, crowd noise got to him, really affected him. They were able to fix that. They put some something in his helmet to kind of block out the noise, and he got locked in and started playing better later in the game. Uh, but you can't lose his head on this on this big stage. you got to get him involved early and often in the past game. Build that confidence so you can have it for later in the game. Uh, and I'm going to put Goff as my X-Factor. Because uh, if he doesn't get locked in, Patriots may run away with him.
0: Sure. Big D, what about you? Who's your
3: X-Factor? Two things here. Yep. I think that Bilicek obviously is going to have one of those games where you're going to say, how does he keep doing this? Sure. What? So would... Like, how, how does he work his magic in ways that my team's coach cannot do? Right. Um, <clears throat> because he used to be. Right. And so, <laughs> also, as weird as it sounds, I think that it could come down to a little bit of uh, maybe some Johnny Hecker special teams action there. Ooh. Good field position. Some puntage. Greg Zerline with a big leg. Sure. I mean, I think that the field position with the uh, – Hecker could be a thing if they can
4: you know, right? no, effectively
0: definitely. keep Brady in check that way. Definitely could be a factor. <clears throat> OB, what about you? Who's your X Factor? I don't know, I gotta
1: tell you, boys. For whatever reason, Tom plays at his best when his back's
0: up against the wall. Like, we've all seen it. And oh, yeah. I really think oh, yeah. it's gonna be a huge indicator of how this game goes is like, will Tom have his back up against the wall enough to. To get this done. Right. Who knows, man? Just. God. I think you're right, though. He obviously will be an X Factor. Everybody's going to be an X Factor. It's freaking uh-huh. Super Bowl. If you trip over your shoes, you're an X Factor, maybe. Like, oh, just crazy. So. <clears throat> Alright, moving on then to topic two. We're going to go which dynamic duo you think is going to lead their team to Super Bowl victory. So I know we kind of touched on some of our X Factors. Now we're going to give our picks here. Is it going to be Brady and Belichick or Goff and McVay? And we're going to swing it to you, Doge. Who do you got first in this Super Bowl matchup? Who's going to win?
2: Sure. Um, I like the dynamic duos. Uh, I think both offenses are going to be able to put some points up on the board oh, yeah. and get some solid production. But both teams could have lost last week, and they escaped an OT. I think that you know the key here is going to be who's going to be able to make the stops. And I think I like the L.A. defense just a little bit more. So the duo would be McVay and Goff if we're going that way. But I'm picking the L.A. Rams for for the Super Bowl victory based on the defense. If we're going to score, I'm saying 29-24 Rams. Wow.
0: All right. I like it. Big D, what about you? Who do you have uh, for your dynamic duo winning this uh, Super Bowl here? I want to see the bookcase
3: ending. Some sort of crazy beginning to a career, ending to a career, if so happens to be. I think Airbnb. <laughs> Brady Belichick,
0: baby. Airing it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's got to be. I, I think. I totally be- agree. Like, it has to be that. They're just, you can't bet against them. I just, I can't do it. They're Not good. two years in a row, dude. That's what I'm saying, they're, too. They're not going to lose to a first-year team. Not that the Rams
3: were not good last year, but a first-year team where it's, okay, they're actually in the Super Bowl, not back-to-back against the Patriots, something like that. You know what I mean? Um, Tom Brady just looks pissed off. Like Tom Brady seems like he just wants to hurt everyone and just beat the fuck out of everyone. <laughs> and it's just like he's on a terror. So
0: right. It's like, Listen, what- I wouldn't mind seeing my – Miami boy McVeigh get one, but I'm going Pats 31, Rams 24, Brady, Belichick's my dynamic duo. What's your
2: score here, Dill?
3: There you Uh, go. I want to do something odd. I think I'm going to do 32. What's the spread? Do we know what the spread is?
0: It's like one or two points the last time I checked. Last I saw was Patriots minus two and a half. Wow, so but that was last week. Double checking. Alright, while we're checking I'm that, while we're checking that, while we're checking that, OB. Patriots. Who's your dynamic duo? That's a quick check. Okay. OB, uh, go for it, though. Dude, I gotta tell you, man. Uh, I'm gonna go golf in McVeigh. Wow, sure. we're split. I like um, it.
1: And I'm, co- I'm going
0: 27-24. Wow, I love it like that. That's a close one. I love it. Big D? But we
1: know it's, it's going to be close, right?
0: Like, I, would, I would, I think it's going to be close up until the end. That's why mine's yeah. kind of close, but then I think it's going to be pulled away or something. Someone pulls away, right? All right. Big D? The first score that
3: came in my head was 32-25. Uh,
0: okay. All right. Stick with it. Well, it's a weird-ass score. I like that. Let's stick with it. It's the Super Bowl.
3: Because who knows? I, because I want games
0: to Going be for two. Who
3: atypical knows? in the sense of it's the Super Bowl. I want it to be the best game of the year, and I don't want it to just be both teams are just scoring touchdowns, making their extra points. It's 14-7, to right. 14-10, 21-14. Like, I want to see something where people are making field goals from 50-something yards with a safety and, Jeez. A, and a missed PAT and... I, mean, I, just, I want to see it all. I want to see this whole... This season's been crazy. And I want to see it all this one. Game.
0: I heard this, really- this is a free ad. And I'll spread this ad and I don't care. I heard from a, a little birdie I'm not sure who but I remember hearing it that if this game goes to overtime oh everyone God. in America gets free wings from beat Because they have like some dope-ass commercial that goes with it. What? Yeah. So, like, I don't know what's going on with that, but, like, let's get some overtime,
2: folks. Both the, both the championship games went to overtime.
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe... We need it. That's probably why they're doing it. And there was a lot of overtimes this year. Speaking of... Crazy year. We're going to have to do a little friendly wager here, maybe on some overtimes at some point. Wow. So, let's let's actually add that one in real quick. So, we'll wrap, we're going to open this topic up here. NBA Countdown, one of my boy... Celtic legend, played some other spots, but he's a Celtic legend. Don't let anybody tell you anything otherwise. Paul Pierce has a segment called Friendly Wager, where he makes a bunch of bets with the rest of the crew. So we've come up with some of these for the like, kind of Super Bowl-related here. And uh, we'll just start the first one a little off the top of the dome, a little makeshift. Um, you guys think this is going to overtime? Like, y- yes or no? I don't know. We'd have to maybe set a line, but just rap- rapid-fire real quick. OB, yes or no, overtime. Yes. yes. okay. He okay. want he wants the wings. Doge. Yeah. Do you want the? I guess you want the wings, but do you think it'll be overtime? I want the wings, but I I feel good
4: about my score projection, and I don't think that means overtime. You can't win by five in overtime. Right. So. Sure.
2: I'm saying no.
3: Um, I think that it's totally plausible with 32-25 score, and then well. the fact that it would even end in that kind of. Except for they won, they won right, K-31, maybe. So We're 30, both championship games
0: in OT. 31-24, weekend. which yeah. is what I have, which is not probable. But mm. I think we could get overtime. I would love to see it, but I doubt. I want the free wings, but I don't think it's going to happen. How about that? Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. That's how we all feel. We want the wings. not going to happen. We'll so, accept the wings. Bring them, bring them on. Bring them on. We need them. I honestly, I
1: don't more
0: chickens to be slaughtered it gets just the same it'll be the same (laughs) one it'll be the same one
3: listen 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 we have enough ignorance in our lives that we can go on for one more day to get free wings that we pay for all the time true i will say during our (laughs) rants
2: earlier i I did a fact check and it's actually we'll be consuming 1.39
4: billion so
0: i'll say trillion? trillion
2: number that we thought
0: I saw a trillion on, on my thing, but I must have been that must have so been tripping. Oh, it's it's. I would still say long. that must have been like maybe like total for all Super Bowls consumed, if we're just oh, pumping out billions each oh, time. Sure. I think um, it's like one
2: point three nine billion a year. Right, but the question is, is how many of those are boneless? Because that's like different kind of meat too.
0: Right, I think those, yeah. I was just say boneless point, chickens. You know? I think one
3: point three nine. I think 1.39 yeah. billion traditional chicken wings is the what it's saying. Oh, right.
0: traditional
3: chicken wings, so
0: then that makes sense. That's not even counting the boneless. That's where the trillion comes no, in. Okay. Because you can have
3: <laughs> you can have all sorts of trillion of boneless wing size just depending on how cut like how you cut it.
0: Sure. Okay,
2: so if that's the case, then we're still looking at we're still looking at 347 and a half million chickens.
0: Either way, right. it's a fuck ton of chickens. It's, it's a lot of change. All right. Next. All right. Let's calm down, you freaking chickens. Which running back crew is going to have more rushing yards and receiving yards in this Super Bowl? Is that going to be C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley or James White, Rex Burkhead, and Sony Michelle? All right, Doge, which running back crew do you think is going to have more rushing and receiving yards?
2: From what I saw in the championships, uh, not very confident with Todd Gurley. Don't know if he's injured. I don't know if CJ Anderson's gonna be able to pick up that load if he is. James White, Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle, key parts of the New England offense. And uh, I, I see them being a bigger factor than the LA running backs.
0: Sure. OB, what about you?
1: To be honest with you, I'm just the food guy. I can't intelligently answer this. I have no fucking idea.
0: Come on, give me a, you gotta put some money down on it. I got you, um, but I I don't know, man. I don't know much about. Freaking put your gut on the freaking table and pick a bet. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm going to go with Gurley because I know right. he didn't perform too well, but he's been
2: just amazing this season and he's got moments of glory.
0: Right. I am
1: going to
0: go with that. Listen, you I'm going to. I don't know enough about Burkhead hey, or whoever this. You know? Right, right. <clears throat> no, I'm going to agree with you, though. Mm-hmm. I'm taking CJ Anderson and Todd Gurley because I think the Patriots receivers are going to have a bigger day than their running backs. But James might might get James might might get James White might get some good receiving, sir, a good amount of receiving yards in this Super Bowl because of that. So, big deal. What do you got here for this bet? So
3: I'm taking the obvious three versus two stat here. If you look at it from a real uh, simple standpoint, James White and Sony Michelle have both had games where, in fantasy, you see them with. I mean, what, 20, 30 points a game? I mean, so they can have those big games, and I'm not just saying that it's all fantasy related, but I'm saying they can produce not only in the running game but also in the passing game. And I think that's going to be huge here because Gurley, his huge upside is that he can play out of the backfield as a receiver as well. And if you saw last week, he had, I mean, at least three drops, I'm pretty sure, Right. where I know I was watching and I saw it, like where he, you know, just straight up just whiffed. Um, and I don't think he's going to necessarily do that again this game. But I just think that the other guys are more capable, and with 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 all three of them, I think right. they're more capable.
0: No, that may, I mean that makes sense. I just think Gurley's going to want to have a big game since everybody's kind of like been like, "Why did Dude, you get benched?" In that, I game? think the Patriots are going to run the ball a lot. I th- I think they're gonna Rams run, defense is going to sure, try to stop them, and that's why I think the receivers short have out of the field passes
3: don't let that off or defensive line wear down that offensive line.
0: Sure. Who knows?
3: No pressure on. Moving
0: on. Second friendly wager. Turnovers and incompletions. This is a golf score here. So you want the lower number.
4: Not the golf score.
0: Yeah, not the golf score. It's a golf (laughs) score. Goff versus Brady. Dill, who do you have here for this low golf score? I think Goff is going to turn the ball over more,
3: but I think he might be efficient. I'm gonna go with Goff.
0: Okay. Dudge. If we're talking efficient, I
2: see Brady doing a lot of short dump passes to the running backs, so I think that's gonna be a lot of quick, easy completions. Don't think he's gonna make any big mistakes. I'd give it to Brady.
0: I'm going Brady as well. OB, what about you? I don't know. I, I think we gotta remember that as much as I think Goff will
4: do well, he's a he's a young guy on a really big stage and mm-hmm. a stage that Exactly. Time and time again. So, I think there's going to be some cobwebs initially uh, as far as like passes and a a few sloppy tees that he's going to clean up. But I will say that, uh, um, you know, Goff will probably have more. So, I'll say Brady wins that with less. Right.
0: So, I I also think that the Rams like have the opportunity to run, you know, the big play more with some of their playmakers rather than the Patriots do. So, that could lead to more turnovers and incompletions.
4: Which right.
3: is why I'm
0: going with Brady. So that's actually funny
3: because some of the reasons why like I feel like Goff would be able to do that is because he just has so many playmakers, right? To be able if he can efficiently dump and dive the sure. ball, you know, to them I think that you know that'll work out pretty well because they have Robert right. Woods, um, too. Bad Cooper Cup's not in there because he's a beast. Brandon Cooks, all Listen, those guys. You
0: get it. You're betting on Goff. We're betting on Brady. But I'm everybody s- heard it. So and I'm when saying, you're wrong, we're going to play it back, and we're going to laugh at I'm you. I'm saying
3: that's the only reason why you can go against Brady is because he has he's so team. many weapons over there. Like,
0: bro.
3: That's the only reason why.
0: Right. Sure. I don't know. And it's the golf I'm score. just telling you, Edelman's not dropping it on third and seven, third score. and eight, third and it's ten. Chris Hogan, though? Third and twelve. Chris Hogan? You don't even look at him. He's going right to Edelman. Or he's going down the field, 24 to Gronk. He's all catching it. Right, right. Come on now. We'll Two see. yards to James White. Alright, moving on, third one. This is a good one. Best total combined percentage here. So you gotta do a little math. But it's third down and fourth down conversion, as well as your red zone conversion. So basically all the like pressure plays or are areas where you need to be the most accurate. We're just going McVeigh versus Bill. Who's gonna get their team more prepared for these high pressure, you know, impactful situations? Ob, we'll kick it kick it to you first, dude. I gotta go with McVeigh. I mean, he's just a
1: sneaky offensive
4: uh, trick, right? Uh, And i I think he's got. I think he's had a secret weapon all year for this moment. Um,
1: for these third and fourth down red zone conversions. Okay. uh, You know, as good as Bill is, I think McVeigh is going to pull out some some nice tricks to get him to get him uh,
2: to convert when it matters.
0: Okay, sure. No, I could definitely see it. Doge, what about you?
2: I like McVeigh too, actually. Um, I think he's going to be more prone to going for it on fourth down. And uh, I, I don't know, man. I Like I said, I think the L.A. defense is going to be, you know, the stronger side as far as defense goes. And I think they're going to get more key stops when it comes to third and fourth down. So I'll be going for McVay.
0: Guys, what are we, what are we doing? It's, it's gotta be Belichick. He's a, he's the master. We'll he's the master. We'll Doug. Peterson. I it I not Last year. His name right? I know Doug Peterson. I know. So I know. Just wasn't sure
3: if it was Doug Peterson or Doug Peterman. That's a joke,
0: guys. But Tom Coughlin. I know. And McVay are both risky, Listen, man. They'll they'll go I understand the God's risk. Ball. I understand There's the risk. Play, I understand. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying, you're never going to catch me out loud, especially not on a recording, but against Bill Belichick. I'm not going to do it. Especially with Tom Brady on the hand of those third and fourth down and red zone conversions. Like, they're just going to be clinical, I think, and it's going to be tough. I do think the Rams have a good chance on a lot of those fourth downs to maybe make up some of this percentage by going for it more often than the Pats. So that could be a good reason to take that bet, but... Like I said, I'm not. I'm not betting against Bill. Won't do it. Bill, what about you? They
3: actually started ticketing out fines for that betting against Bill in, in New England.
0: Did they really? How much is it going for? Couldn't tell you. Okay, better <sighs> I watch. Better I watch your back, Doge and Jacko. Because I haven't done it. Because I'm going with Bill.
3: <laughs> I think that Bill, even Bill. though even though what I've said has been a little bit controversial between one, two, and three on these uh, friendly wagers so far. Sure. Kind of been uh, tiptoeing back and forth as far as who, who I'm going here. But uh, I think Bill just knows. I told you he's going to do something special. He knows which buttons to push when. And it's just fun to fucking watch. And I think mm-hmm. McVeigh is going to do a very good job too. Um, but I think Bill's just, he's that puppet master.
0: <clears throat> I want a quick 30 before we move on as well. I'm not sure if you guys all saw the cornerback who made that big hit.
3: Yes, yes, yes. On the um, do Saints do player.
0: Don't do it to him. No, I'm doing it to him. He's, he's got it here. Oh. He, so he, first of all, made the terrible play in the Saints game that caused the Saints probably to lose, everybody's bitching about. But today, or maybe yesterday, he called Tom Brady, like, old and slow, saying he was losing a step and he wasn't looking as good. And it's just like... I was just like, what are you doing, man? Like, the plays are there. They're I'm just look, not as good. I'm, look, I'm expecting him to just get roasted on some of these uh, third to fourth down plays. You just you can't he can't, can't call out the goat. So I just wanted to toss that in there. I think that's a fun little tidbit that everybody should hear. Um <clears throat> But moving on, we got a little fun one here for our next uh you know, friendly wager. If you get this right, I don't know, we'll have to send you something cool, do your Jacko or dill I don't know, freaking buy you dinner. Predict the funniest Super Bowl commercial. So, John, Jacko, John Boy, Jacob Palmer-Smith, O'Brien, you pick who do you got here. We'll let you start first.
1: The funniest, time.
0: Yes. It's a tough that's, call. Because it's not the best. That's nope. That's Right. It's like one. It, maybe we go most memorable, but that I think funniest is also, I don't know. We're going comedy here. Right. All right, dude.
1: If that's the case, then... I'm going to say that Tide Ooh. has a super, super funny commercial about, like, pooping pants or something.
0: <laughs> wow, I love it. Because
1: Tide, no, <laughs> you remember from last year, Tide came in
0: hot. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like with a
1: really good one.
0: Um, they had to and get rid of the people anything. eating Tide Pods thing.
1: Yeah, they were like, Tide. oh, that's the Tide ad. I well, that. maybe. I don't know, but... I
0: think poop is so funny. So right, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Big D, what about you for funniest Super Bowl commercial? Who you got?
3: All right, so kind of back to piggyback off of uh, dumping in your pants. There, <laughs> I think. I think. Well, I think a brand that is notorious for being associated with that is Taco Bell, <laughs> and I think that they might come out with some super <laughs> funny commercial. Maybe not about that. <laughs> But I think that Taco Bell, dude, whatever they've been doing in their production, like, has been crazy shit. right. And it's just like, what the hell is going to come next? And I think this would be a perfect platform for them to do it because after this game, after eating what everyone's been eating, they're going to run right to Taco Bell, right? Sure. Maybe not, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, is, it is that fourth meal, you know? Right.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. You never know. Gotta get it. If you aren't the one <laughs> yeah. with
3: the leftovers. So...
0: Yeah. Uh, Doge, what about you? I'm going
2: for for one that was teased out this past weekend. Uh, Stella Artois. Don't
0: a tease me, Doge. With the uh, with a commercial that just said you know two three 2019, but it starred the dude from Big Lebowski. Oh, so I'm oh, thinking. I'm thinking. Stella Artois is going to come in with a funny one, and we got to get ready for it. I agree, Jacko. Dodge is such a tease, and I agree, Dodge. That is going to be <laughs> that is going to be a freaking great commercial. I can't wait for it. I love your. I love the tease. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go with the staple of a good commercial every year. I think you, I think Doritos is going to come up with something good again. They always have something good, you know. Like the other year when the guy's got the crystal ball and he like he's like, oh, like how can you get the Doritos out of the machine? He just throws it at them, like or just something like that. Where they have the fan one sent in. So I think they'll have something creative and something good. But I, I like all your guys' ideas too. So what's I think, the uh, what's the hype maybe around Mountain Dew? Right,
3: you know, I right. think they might be another brand to right get in there. Sure.
0: Right, the I comedy the comedy is just which way are they going to go? Right. All right? That's what I'm saying. Is right. it going to be hard-hitting? Is it going to be comedy? Who knows? It's too cupcakey. y
4: You know, might not be able to offend people anymore. So.
0: Sure. Moving on. Number five, last but not least. This is a good one here. Will there be more or less flags thrown than a league average, which is 13 per game? Big deal. You're a ref, I think. I don't know, maybe. <clears throat> what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I'm the man in
3: stripes here, so... <laughs> I think that there are definitely going to be more than 13 total in this game. I would throw down a 100-burger on it.
0: Ooh! Doge, are you taking that action, or, or what do you got? What is this? <laughs> what did you just say? Dil says he's got a 100-burger on more than 13 in penalties.
2: Oh, I was going to say more than thirteen as well. Ah, uh, you. No, bitch. No, dude. After all
0: this, after I agree, dude. the refs have been getting they're, since the Saints no call. They're just going to be afraid to not call something. they just going to be like, might be close. Ten in the first half or something. It's going to be. I yeah, agree it's with going you, out. dude. The first drive is seven. Right. <laughs> oh, Beezy, what do you got? Dude, I think there's going to be more. I don't know. This is just like I think it's it'll be the most watched Super Bowl. I don't want to say there's a fix, but they'll be keeping Ooh, the game interesting. Sure. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Roger from the sideline. All right, well, that's a good little segue because we know the game is going to be interesting and we know you're going to be tuning in. But that's all we've got here for our Super Bowl coverage. We have to kick it out to the corner one more time for the buzzer beaters here. Doge, I know you love it in the left corner, baby. What do you so, got yeah. for your buzzer beater? Uh...
2: I'm just throwing it out there that I'm going to be happy no matter what. Super Bowl Sunday, uh, it's going to be a win-win regardless because I made a bet with Kyle Carnes. He did our designs. He's been on the pod before. You know him. Um, Trevor's made the bet too. Kyle Carnes said that if the Patriots win, that Tom Brady is retiring and that anyone that wanted to bet against him on that was welcome. So I took it because I'm thinking if the Patriots win, there's absolutely no way Tom Brady's retiring, and I'm winning that bet. And then if the Patriots don't win, then the Rams win, and I'll be happy anyway. So Sunday's going to be a good day. There's no way Tom Brady's retiring on a Patriots win. And I'm ready to roll off into the sunset with either an L.A. win or some cash. So looking forward to Sunday.
0: Doge, did you literally see his interview the other day? Like, Kyle just already lost his bet. It's hilarious. I
2: know, but he made the bet before
0: the interview. Well, listen, I agree. I'm just saying (laughs) it's so funny because – Brady's face when he's holding it and just shaking the zero, and then he's like, "I'm just tired of this question. Like, there's literally no way this is my last game. I'm just like, oh, should have taken <laughs> the awesome. bet. I'm like, I should have taken the bet. Damn.
4: Yeah.
0: Ob, where do you like your uh, your buzzer beater shots? You like it in the corner? You want it on the post? You want to pick and roll? What do you got? Dude, I like to pick and roll. All right, I the momentum. All right, do you want to set the pick or do you want to uh, be the ball handler? What does that mean? All right, I'll set the pick for you. Here, you take it. All right, your buzzer beater. What do you got? All right. Good pick.
4: Thank you for the pick. Great pick. I'm rolling. Yeah, all right. I don't know, boys. uh, It's coming up on one of my favorite times of year. I know this may not be on everyone's radar, but it's the Six Nations. Oh, sure. Uh, And so that's every year. And it's literally uh, a tournament
1: only of, like, England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, France, and Italy. Just like the OGs just going out to beat the shit out of each other for the years and years and years that they actually did kill each other. Uh, they go nuts over there, over it. Ireland won last year. Sure.
4: Um, they got the momentum rolling. They're looking really, really good. A lot of the same returning players.
0: Um, so I'm looking forward to watching uh, those games next weekend. That's uh, going to be awesome for sure. No yeah, doubt. Yeah. And
1: it's like it's six, it's, it goes super quickly, but. Dude, like, when uh, when Ireland won, the, f- the whole place almost
0: burned down. Like, Jeez. they hadn't won in years. I bet that would be so, wild, right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, I don't even know if that's what a buzzer beater is, but that's what I'm excited about. Oh, that's
0: for. a perfect buzzer beater. That's exactly what it is. Freaking drained totally. it. That's a game winner. I know Dill's got a game winner in his hands. He's in the other corner. What do you got, buddy? Boom. Game winner. 2019 Midwest Regional Futsal Championships. Bye. President's Day. February 16th, 17th.
3: Can't wait. Shout out to our old team Uh, 2012. Throwback. Futsal Championships. Yep. The Extreme
0: Shockers, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting the band back together, folks. The band is coming back together. I can't wait. So,
3: I'm just so excited for this. If you guys don't know what futsal is... Um it's similar to soccer on a basketball court essentially with you know modified rules uh, essentially and man it is it is so fun it's uh it was a great time growing up playing that i think you learn a lot of skills as mm-hmm. a young developing player sure um so for all of our our young listeners out there our youth <laughs> listeners um definitely check out some futsal it'll help you with your foot skills your field vision, and your overall awareness. So uh, mm-hmm. let check it out. Check it out. Yeah, Any of sure our so. fans coming out to uh, attend <laughs> Courts for Sports, if you know about it, you know about it, you'll be there. Sure. Wow. <clears throat> Big Love setting. It. Love it.
0: It's going to be fun. I can't, that's going to be a blast. Maybe, maybe
3: one time we can go into our uh, our futsal tournament story on, you know, give a little – a throwback
0: story. We're we have to do it before the tournament with Craig O. Get him on. Oh, man. That's a wild card if I ever heard of oh, one. Wow. Yeah. Save yeah, that for another day. Holy All right. shit. I got it at the top of the key, boys. I'm pulling up like Kyrie just freaking bang, drooling a three. Celtics are on a four-game win streak, but we just fell short to the Warriors. Great back-and-forth game. Incredibly entertaining. Just we were moving the ball so well. The Warriors were dominating. Like It was such a fun game. Like. Couldn't have been more thrilled with the outcome minus the little loss at the end. Obviously, good game. Hopefully, we can build on it, keep the streak going. You know, and I'm looking forward to the uh, NBA trade deadline coming up. I'm hoping Anthony Davis can stay on the Pelicans throughout the rest of the season so we can make a play for him. I've been talking about it in probably every pod since I've been on, you know, recording so we can try to get him, hopefully. But we'll see. Looks like he might be a Laker, but they might actually find Rich Paul for a little tampering. So we're going to see how that goes. Either way, it's going to be a great trade uh, trade deadline season and uh, NBA All-Star weekend's coming up, too, so I'm looking forward to that. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. OB, thank you for joining, man. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me, boys. It's a lot of fun. Uh, looking forward to continuing to
1: listen in. Uh, and, uh, you, know, you guys are a great way for me to get my sports news, but also you're the boys.
0: So right. Love it. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate the time, big guy. Doji, good to have you. Hey, as always, happy to have Job
2: <laughs> on for the first time. That was fun. Well, the first time, I guess, over the phone. He was he was live for one once, was
0: not he? Negative. Uh, negative. Ghost Rider. chef.
2: That may, that may <laughs> have been it. Maybe maybe I'm just. asking no, we David. had we
0: had D and Ed that one time.
2: That's right. It was right. yeah D and Ed. I knew D, but yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it was great to have Job. Right, no, no. get some,
0: get some food, oh, like please. I know, <laughs> right, I agree. <laughs> Alright, thank you, boys. Alright, I'm signing off. I got Alright, see ya, OB. Yep, we'll see Bye. you, buddy. Alright, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is the Clubhouse. <laughs>